1: I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at NerdWallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shawna Compton-Game. This is Millennium Money. And today we're talking about our travel dream list.
0: Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Games.
1: It will expand your brain.
0: Hey there, and welcome to another edition to Travel Tuesday on Millennial Money. So, this week, this past week, we went on a trip uh, ourselves. We went to Nashville for the, a whole week, and we'll, there's going to be a lot more about that. We have several more episodes about that, as well as uh, all the amazing things we're doing in Nashville. But as we were traveling, we were just relaxing uh, in the car, and we are talking about, okay, a couple more episodes that we have coming up for Travel Tuesday. And we came up with this concept of our dream vacations, our dream trips we've always wanted to go. Either trips that we've always thought about as a kid or as developed um, later on. And so we were discussing like, hey, I, you know, I'd love to go here. I'd love to go here. Well, let's make that an episode. And what we want to do is we want to hear ideas from you guys as well, too, of places you're just always dreaming about going. You know, basically, this is a bucket list Um Episode, but we don't like to call that bucket list. Everyone uses that term so much. So, uh, so several things on my on my list are basically places I've never been before. And a lot of them, some of them, even when I was a teenager or a kid, said, oh, you know what, I've always wanted to go here. And, and, and a lot of times I've actually checked off lists of, of places I've always wanted to go to. So say I, I, I always wanted to go to Stockholm and to Oslo. I'd see like spy movies or James Bond movies and, and they'd, they'd, they'd go to Stockholm or they'd go to Oslo or the, or the bad guys there or something like that. And I actually went to those places. I've been there several times. And now you went to Stockholm with me as well too, right?
1: Exactly, yes. Love Stockholm.
0: Uh, so, first on my list, we, we, um, we decided to come up with a list of ourselves of places we've always wanted to go to. And first on my list is basically almost like you're going to Mars, at least that's what it looks like to me. Um, and this is a place that's been pretty popular in the last several years, but I have always wanted to go uh, to this place. And this is Iceland, and, and really the, the capital, Reykjavik. Uh, there's a movie that came out a few years ago, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. If you haven't checked that out, that is a great travel movie a great movie about just discovering who you are uh, through travel. And I absolutely love that movie with Ben Stiller, Sean Penn, a bunch of other people are in it, Kristen Wiig. Uh, So, uh, and he travels to a bunch of places, the, 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 um, (coughs) his character. So anyway, but so he goes to, to, to Iceland. And I've just always wanted to go there and, and it's really been a popular place. Go to the blue lagoon. Um, but so much it, it, the, the landscape there almost looks like it could be Mars or like dinosaurs roam around there. Uh, and, and these days too, there's so many airlines that are, are directly flying there. Uh, one of the most popular airlines, um, wow air, which is actually an Iceland, uh, airline has tons of deals. I don't know if you saw that on the internet a few weeks ago, they were having what deals for like 65, 99 bucks or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're always having deals. I think the thing with the WOW Airlines that I would just caution anyone is, you know, they the price that you see online looks super amazing. And then when you kind of drill down and you start booking the flight, uh, your like $69 airfare can easily turn into like $500 with baggage fees and seat upgrades and things like that. So just do your due diligence and like really make sure that you know the price of the ticket. But it certainly is a way to get people, you know, excited about going places and researching going places. But just always like double check other airlines too, because there are lots of other airlines that have, you know, amazing deals where, um, you know, you might be able to travel for even less than the Wow Airlines deal.
0: Right. Yeah. And at least the one thing about like Wow Airlines and other airlines that are flying there. That at least they're flying there these days, you know, where so many years ago, it, it might take several flights to actually get to a place like Iceland. And I actually had my nephew, who's who's been researching a big trip that he's been wanting to go to, he actually texts me and says, hey, is a Wow Air, is that a real airline? I'm like, yes, it actually, it actually is a, a real airline. So, But then, like I said, there's a bunch of other airlines I, I know, I believe like – uh, Norwegian and some of the other uh, Scandinavian airlines—they fly directly. Depending on where, obviously, you live, um, we're kind of basing this off of the West Coast in California. So, anyway, Iceland has just always been one of those places, and it is so popular right now. Um, and that still doesn't deter me. Usually, popular places I go, no, well, it's it's overcrowded. I'm like, no, I just think it would be one of those just absolutely unique places. And this list is really those kind of lists that, you know, if someone said, uh, "Take tomorrow." You're gonna go on a trip. Where do you want to go? And this is where we this is where we're going. And Iceland is first on my list. So what is on yours?
1: Um, definitely Scotland is at the top of my list and the Scottish Highlands. Um, my family on my father's side is Scottish, Compton, and uh, you know, great story. My my grandma actually, who I've been told is a lot like me, or I'm a lot like her, however that works. Uh, one of the things that she really wanted to do later in life was to go and track, uh, you know, her ancestry, and so she went over to Scotland, and she went into a bar in Edinburgh, and um, she just started asking people, "Hey, do you know, you know, so and so Compton?" and um, and then she also used her her maiden name as well, Stanley and people at the bar were like oh my gosh you know yeah we we know your family and uh you know let us connect you and so before she knew it she was at lots of different dinners over the course of a week that she was in scotland meeting all sorts of people that were you know related to us and that all these amazing stories of our family heritage there before they came to the united states and so i just i thought that was just such a cool story and when she came home from Scotland, she collected all of these different charms that she put on a charm bracelet, and she actually left that to me when she passed away. But I think the thing about Scotland that just always interests me is it feels it feels relaxed and yet, um, you know, beauty probably everywhere. I, I love going anywhere that is around water. There's something about water that's just so intoxicating to me. And I found, like especially the last few years, the idea of going places where you know we can rent like a, a very small, you know, Airbnb on on the water, or maybe a really cute um, bed and breakfast, you know, somewhere up in the Scottish Highlands, and or just stay in a castle, stay in a castle, and just rent a car and and drive around and just like literally take in all of the beauty that is that is surrounding there's just nothing that feels more relaxing to me than doing that, especially we live in Los Angeles. It's always hustle and bustle. And so, uh, you know, Scotland definitely is at the top of my list. And I just, I just, ima- I have this picture in my head of how amazing and beautiful it would be. And then also, you know, the the personal tie of that's where half of my family's from.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and I did a, a, Trip like that. I haven't been to Scotland yet, so we're going we're gonna to hopefully go soon. Uh, but I did a trip like that a few years ago uh, to Ireland, and I have, that's where a lot of my family's from. And it's sort of the same thing, too. I was never able to track down, it's a really complicated story on my, my lineage on my Irish side. Uh, but uh, I'm still working on it, trying to find my great grandmother who, who was from there. Um, but that was one of those dream trips too. That I went to Ireland and said, "Oh, I'm going to go to all these places where uh, supposedly where my family's from. So that would be awesome to to go uh, with you to, to Scotland too, and as well Ireland and Scotland. What I've always heard they're just the same the same kind of people. They're just open and friendly, and and the culture's really great. I love the culture in Ireland. I know I'd love the culture in Scotland, and uh, and I think the whole time I'd have to wear a kilt. Don't you think the whole time?
1: Uh. Don't know about that? I, that's yeah, I think I think the, I think the kilt is.
0: Look. Yeah, I think the kilt is definitely uh, on that uh, on that list for, for Scotland. So on my next on my list is another personal thing like you did, like you just uh, mentioned, and it's Ecuador. Ecuador is is growing up. Um, my dad is actually Ecuadorian. He's from there. Uh, He came to the United States when he was around 12 or 13 years old, and he's never been back. And so I've been trying to talk him into going for many years. So that's one of the reasons I actually have not been there, because I'd really like to experience that with him. But I think we both have been thinking about, you know what, maybe we should just go uh, and, and experience Ecuador ourselves. And he's actually from the capital of Quito, Ecuador, which is a really popular Um, uh, destination these days, but Ecuador growing up was just almost another mystery that, that a lot of people didn't always travel there, but now it's just opened up. There's so many beaches and and great uh, towns and it's so affordable too, right? These days it's still really affordable to travel there, right?
1: Yeah. In fact, Ecuador is actually one of the, the top retirement destinations for people in that U.S. because it is, um, it's a little bit entrepreneurial, And it's super affordable and there's beaches and great people and great food and things like that. So yeah, definitely if you're looking to go somewhere kind of exotic and different without spending a lot of money, I think Ecuador should should be at the top of your list.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, just like you said, too, that I, I, I do have I actually have family there, um, distant relatives, um, that, some I've never met, some I believe I've met once or twice when I was a kid. But you know, that's, it's been a long time now. So I think it would really be a great experience. And it's it, it has just literally always been on my list to go Ireland and Ecuador were always on the top of my list. And so I was able to check off one off my dream list, which I go to Ireland, I've been dialing uh, several times now. So um, you know, if, you, if you've if you been to Ecuador, tell us some stories because uh, I'd love to hear uh, more about Ecuador as well. So uh, what you got on your list next?
1: Um, I'm keeping with my Europe theme. I just I can't get enough of Europe lately. And Budapest is a place that has been on my dream travel list for quite some time. And I've just never gotten there. I've gotten close several times. But I love Paris. It's no secret. We've had many episodes about Paris. There really isn't much about Paris that I don't like. And Budapest is known as being uh, the more affordable Paris or a little Paris, as they call it. The architecture is very similar to Paris architecture. Uh, There's a robust food culture going on in Budapest. There's an entrepreneurial vibe happening there. It's got kind of the left bank, right bank thing that Paris has. There's water. I mean, there's just everything that I love about Paris is in Budapest. And everybody that I know that has gone to to both places comes back and just says, you know, if you love Paris, you absolutely have to go to Budapest. You won't have any idea how to speak the language. <laughs> I think it is. Um, but
0: I believe they, they they're they're pretty good about English uh, in, yeah. in, in the bigger cities and stuff. Yeah, or, or they are bigger, you know, areas. They and do
1: stuff. speak some English, yeah. but you know, reading menus and yeah. things like this, you know, you you've got to use um, a translator app like we've talked about. Google Translate will definitely be yeah. your friend. But um, I I just love. I mean, look, I love Italy. Italy is is beautiful. The food is amazing. But Italy always feels like a little, and don't hate me for saying this, a little dirty. And France is always, France and Switzerland, two of the most beautiful countries I've been to. I mean, it's flowers and and architecture that is just mind-blowing. And so, you know, for that reason, I think I'm really going to love Budapest. And I I like it just because it's someplace that not a lot of people would even think about going to.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, especially 10, 15 years ago, people were not going to Budapest. And and even though it does look a lot like uh, Paris, or similar, I should say, to Paris and, and other, city, other European cities, it's still a very individual-looking uh, uh, city, and it has their own rich culture and history and stuff like that. But right now, these days, too, it's pretty affordable to go to Budapest, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, some of the most luxurious hotels in Budapest, you can still get, you know, under $100 a night. The Airbnbs are incredible. I mean, I saw some for like $50 or $60. So, I mean, your dollar definitely and, goes... And sometimes,
0: and sometimes those are like two or three bedrooms too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. your
1: dollar definitely goes a, a really, really long way in Budapest. Um, and so there, I, I've just heard there's lots of cool, cool things to do in, in Budapest, you know, river cruises and go to the baths and, you know, all sorts of things like that. And it just, it just looks amazing to me. And it's someplace that I, I think I want to go. I'm kind of crazy like this, that I kind of want to go when it's cold.
0: Yeah, and it's it, it, that was always like one of those those cities too you you see in movies go oh they went to Budapest and, and like oh I want to go there and a lot of my travel writer friends they they have gone there or I know several uh, that maybe also haven't gone there and it's 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 like high on their list and and I think these days too um, even though it is becoming more popular to go there it's still an undiscovered uh, a city too that that I think you know you you'd really look up so I bet you right now if you're listening to this podcast you're gonna look up. Budapest and go wait I think I could do that I think I could this would be a great way to get a a Europe trip in
1: yeah absolutely so what's next on your list
0: well next on my list is as I said you know movies play a big part in my life and and sometimes influence uh, my decisions of of whether I'm gonna go here or there or just whether I want to eat something and I saw a movie years ago. I've seen several movies uh, that this place is in, but uh, the unbearable lightness of being with Daniel Day Lewis um, takes place in Prague, Czechoslovakia, which is now Prague, Czech, uh, Czech Republic. Uh, and I absolutely fell in love with this city. It's just it just seems really beautiful. And now the more I've read about it, um, I've seen it in travel pieces. I've seen it on Anthony Bourdain and whoever else you know covers uh, uh, Prague. It 's just a beautiful city, and much like you said too, it reminds you of those great European cities like paris and 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 whatnot, but has a really individual um, look and, and feel. And uh, the people are supposed to be just uh, really great. They have a really awesome beer scene. Um, the food scene has gotten better and better. Um, it used to be a little bit cheaper now, so it's it's gotten to you know to, to the other uh, kind of countries. But it just literally has been one of like I think I saw that movie as a teenager and said. Uh, or a young adult and just said, oh, God, I always wanted to go there, Uh, even though the movie takes place during their uh, revolution of of trying to get out of of communism. But uh, it's just this really kind of beautiful movie, and and it's it's a beautiful city.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly a place that um, I've always wanted to check out. Uh, It's definitely had a dotted past. Um, And, you know, I've heard mixed reviews from friends that have traveled there, but I would say in the last five years, everyone that I know that has been there has said, you know, it's it's definitely gotten to be a much better travel destination.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to go to uh, several of those old Eastern Bloc countries, like you know, uh, like uh, visit more places in Germany or or Poland and 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 Czechoslovakia. Just has always been one. There's a lot of places actually in Czechoslovakia I would love to check out, but I think it's just one of those things um, that. A lot of these, several of these cities, it has just taken them a while after the fall of the Berlin Wall and after recessions and whatnot. And so, like, that has finally, kind of, like, Budapest, I think, is one of those ones that was really, you know, lumbering in the Dark Ages for a long time. And then, you know, kind of made its way, even Berlin, too, in the last really five to 10 years has really burst and become you know a a, just an awesome international city too and I I believe Prague is 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 one of those and and it's just always been on my list to go there so I've always wanted to to go check it out so hopefully soon we'll be headed to Prague as well
1: and next on my list you're going to notice quite the water theme with all of my suggestions here or on my dream places um is Tahiti and you know, I would say definitely red alert, red alert. This is not an inexpensive destination. Every time I've looked at how much it would cost to stay for a week in Tahiti, you know, I've had that moment of like, Oh God, like I could take that money and we could go two weeks easily, you know, some of these other places. However, uh, I love the idea of staying in an overwater bungalow. I mean, you know, you've seen the pictures of the water is just crystal clear. And, um, you know, they, they, come up on a boat, a little kayak boat to bring your breakfast in the morning. And it just, it looks like the epitome of relaxation. Like we would do nothing for seven days, but, you know, swim in water and eat great food and overpriced drinks and all that kind of good stuff that comes with a place like Tahiti. But just, you know, the relaxation component and being able to stare at at the beauty in particular, I think Bora Bora really is kind of my top choice. So Tahiti is usually the place that you fly into, but you don't stay very long. Um, Usually go to one of the other islands and and check those out. And Bora Bora is known for immense beauty and just ridiculous landscape. And they have a whole entire um, reef around Bora Bora. So you can go out and literally jump off, you know, the ledge of your over-the-water bungalow and start swimming with fish and sharks, which kind of scares me. But uh, I think I'll get over that. Uh, but it's just, it's someplace, like, I feel like I have to go here at some point in time. Like, I just, I can't miss it.
0: Yeah, I had some family actually go to to Tahiti um, several years ago on, on a dream trip and, uh, you know, kind of not cost wasn't really a, a factor. Like, you know what? No, this is where we've always kind of wanted to go. We're going to go here. And yeah, it, I think it's just, it, and for me growing up, Tahiti was always one of those really, really exotic destinations that only a few people would travel there. And then, then I think it kind of like died off and, and, but now it's really kind of made us a, a comeback and there's really great restaurants. There's really great resorts. Um, just like you said, now, like, you know, staying in a bungalow over the water, like you just walk right out and just go, you know, go grab a dip or something like that. That, how, how do you not want to go do that?
1: Yeah. And you know, I've obviously researched this for quite some years and been hesitant about pulling the trigger, but I have found that Costco, you know, if you, if you're a Costco member and you have not checked out their travel deals, you're missing out because I get some of the really awesome travel deals through Costco. A lot of times we book our car rental through Costco because it's a lot cheaper. Uh, it's it's hit or miss, but um, they actually have a lot of great deals to to Tahiti from the West Coast. So if you have a Costco membership, definitely check that out. Um, I believe also um, AAA has yeah, they, some great they, deals yeah. there too. So You know, when you're when you're thinking about, you know, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat this for two people for a week. You're probably looking at somewhere between seven to ten grand, you know, any little bit you can save here or there, you know, make could make a dramatic impact on your budget,
0: yeah, but don't you think too that like if people have on their list, like they, they're going on a dream trip and they've always wanted to go here or there, you know, whether it's Australia, whether it's Europe, whether it's, uh, or, say, if you don't even live in the United States and you want to come, you know, you want to come to Los Angeles and New York, don't you think sometimes you you spend that that real big money and go, you know, what I've always wanted to go here?
1: Oh yeah, I mean yeah. for my for my graduation trip when I got my MBA, uh, you know, well, God, it's almost over ten years ago. Uh, you know, I went on what would be considered a dream trip. I went on a cruise through the uh French Riviera and, and down the Italian coast. And I mean, it was it was pretty much right around 10 grand. But, you know, saved I saved for it. And I it was worth every single penny. So, you know, sometimes it's it's it just comes down to this is where you want to go. And if you're smart about your money and maybe you find a few deals here and there. I mean, you know, you only you only do this life thing once. So. Yeah, and
0: we, we've also had listeners, too, that have that have written in and, and talked about saving and and following your plan and gone on a dream trip to actually even Iceland, too. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We had a podcast listener. Be sure and check out that episode. Uh, I believe it was in November, I think, when we aired that episode you know, who follow the tips that we talk about on the podcast and was able to save up enough money to do her dream trip to Iceland. So anything is possible, no matter what your budget is. There is a way to get you to the place that you want to go.
0: Yeah, and and, and this is no joke. I'm not even saying this just because she's the host of it and she's my wife. But uh, Shauna literally researches stuff all the time. In fact, when we go on trips together – I will go, oh, are we going on this flight or we're going on that flight? Oh, because she gives me 12 usually options and I forget which flight we're actually going to be on, even if I have an email about it or we're staying in this Airbnb or we're doing this because she does research like all the time. And uh, so, yeah, like we're, we're, we're planning to go this summer to Greece and you've been like probably almost for the last year you've been researching it. So, so, so you guys are in good hands. She is definitely the research queen.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's literally, I mean, I think it's what I do for relaxation. And I that's what I love bringing you the the tips because I know so many of you want to travel to really cool places and I've, you know, certainly found ways to not only save money but to be smart with your money and to cut corners and, you know, all sorts of different ways to be able to work with any budget. So, if you're listening and you're thinking, "Oh god, I don't think I could ever afford going to that place." Don't discount it because there are certainly ways to, you know, put some sort of strategy together to get you to where you want to go. Maybe you can't go for a week, maybe you can go for five days, but you can still go there. So don't, don't limit yourself.
0: Yeah. I and mean, we've had some listeners, uh, you know, say, Hey, we're going to Nashville. What, uh, you know, what tips do you have? Um, we had, uh, we just met with a listener that is planning to go to Germany, right? Where we met in Nashville at our event and stuff. So, so Shauna is definitely the person to to come to and and hopefully I could help out with that as well too. So, Last on our list that we came up, and this is the reason why we're doing this, we because we we really had this conversation going. Where where do we where do you ever want to go? Where do you want to go? And it actually spurred from a, a friend of ours was asking us, well, where do you guys really want to go? And we, so we had this this idea. And so this also, this last destination is a destination that you've actually been. I've always wanted to go and that's South Africa, um, mainly Cape town, but I also want to go to Johannesburg and other parts of South Africa, but I've always been a big Nelson Mandela fan. Um, I mean, I want to go pretty much all over Africa. Um, but I think I would love to, to start in South Africa and you actually have friends there too. We have friends there. Um, but, uh, tell us a little bit about your experience in South Africa and where else you would like to travel in South Africa.
1: Yeah, I think that a piece of my heart is African. Um, I've sort of known that and then when I went to Africa I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean I I feel like I could move there and be completely happy. There's just something about the people and, and the history and the culture and I mean I met the nicest people with nothing, you know, and they were the the nicest people I ever met. And they had goals and dreams and amazing women entrepreneurs that were doing cool things with with nothing, you know, and it just it's so inspiring to me. And so I on that trip, I also went to Kenya. And then I uh, flew down to Cape Town to visit one of my dearest friends. And Cape Town is stunning. I mean, it's, it's a lot like uh, Northern California with rolling hills and it's also
0: and, surrounded by water too, right?
1: Surrounded by water, of mm-hmm. course. Of course, I don't attend to go anywhere not surrounded by water. Uh but just amazing uh scenery. There's a just a growing wine culture there. Uh The,
0: the food scene's really gotten a lot better the too. The food is too. great.
1: Um and it's just
0: And you got to pet a cheetah.
1: I did get to pet a cheetah. I have a picture of petting a cheetah and that was a little bit frightening. But uh, I did Petit You have to do things like that when you're in South Africa. Um, but actually, you know, one of my places that I really want to go is Victoria Falls, which of course is water again, and go on another, you know, safari. South Africa is known for, you know, their safaris and there's a lot of malaria free zones in South Africa. So, you know, it's, a, it's great if you're going to go on safari to go in a malaria free zone. Just word to the wise. Uh, I will tell you that before I went to Africa, I did have to get, no joke, about 10 shots in my arms and it was not cheap Um, (laughs) to, you know, I can't even name off all the different shots that I got, you know, to protect myself while I was there. But there's something about being in Africa. I don't know what it is, it just, it feels weighty and it feels like it matters and it feels like you're in a, a place where history, you know, things have really changed or didn't change. And, and that's just a, a really exciting part to, to be a part of in, in Africa.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I've always wanted to go there as well, too. And why I've always wanted to go all these places, you know, so so that's our list. Um, But this is almost like for me, I can't name my favorite songs. I can't name my favorite movies. Uh, So I can't even name all the places I really, really want to go. I mean, my list is, uh, don't you think, is like 20 to (laughs) 5 to 30 to 50 to, you know, whatever. However many more. There's so many other places I'd like to go. But we narrowed it down to, like, these are the ones that have really felt special to us. So, you know.
1: Yeah. So we want to know, you know, where do you guys want to go? Where is on your dream list? So post a picture of a dream list place that you really want to travel to and tag us on Instagram at millennial underscore money. And, you know, let's get a conversation started. So you know, I can help you and you can help me and we can, we can put together great uh, travel resources, great travel guides and, uh, you know, get you on those dream trips, because that's really what this is all about. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know that we've loved to talk about our dream places and we can't wait to check some of these off our list. And hopefully this has inspired you to to come up with a dream list and don't be afraid to dream about traveling and then use a lot of the tips that we've talked about, how you can get to these places. If you want to shoot me an email, you can go on the website and hit contact and shoot me an email. Happy to help you come up with a strategy to get you on your dream trip. (laughs)